No betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. I think I'm as sad as I've ever been. Like an hour ago, an hour ago, we started the show and I go, here's what's going to happen. They're going to identify the guy who tackled the guy. He's going to be all over every news outlet. It's one hour later. We're watching CNN, which by the way, was too hard to find on the studio TV, which is a different conversation. It only sits on ESPN or whatever. But this cat, Paul Contreras is joined by his daughter. And they're talking about the thing. And I get it. Like, this is commendable to this guy. Like, I get it. And he's not the story. The story is CNN. Oh, this is so stupid. <sighs> it's going to be spun. Yeah, 100%. And spun and spun and spun. No matter what the motives were for the shooters, no matter what weapon they were using, doesn't matter if they were in a gang, doesn't matter if they're mentally ill, right? it doesn't matter if one guy stepped on his new red and yellow Chiefs Jordans and they got into an altercation and it escalated. No matter the motive, friend of the show, don't be dissuaded from a one-off story that this is not a problem. This isn't the only one today. Right. There's more mass shootings than days in 2024 already. It's not even warm yet. It's not even comfortable going outside yet. We don't even have giant spring and summer events yet. Mm -hmm. 637 out of 365 days last year. More than two a day. I was talking to you about the location of this. And it's Union Station down in Kansas City. And if you've never been, Kansas City is a beautiful city in its own right. And outside this historic Union Station, it's very similar to if you've been to Chicago's Union Station. Similar concept, right? These big open fields and all these fountains. It's, I talk about this every time I talk about Kansas City. More open space and fountains than any city in the world outside of Rome. Big open, what should be communal play area. And it's forever tarnished. It's now 22 shot, three individuals in custody, one individual dead. I believe one of the individuals in custody have been released, have been cleared. Oh, okay. So still two suspected of actually being the shooters. You know, we were talking a little bit about motivations and we we're talking about a political affiliations we we're talking about belief systems but the, another one van is and we were talking about this off the air you know the part of missouri i grew up in st louis missouri there is a rich gang presence and there's multiple and there's off the top of my head i can give you four or five that are very big and present mm -hmm. and there's six seven or eight of them that i don't understand because um 
the one of them's Bosnian, and I can't really tell you how that works super mm. well because it's the largest Bosnian population in the world outside of Bosnia. There's another one that's Italian that I can't super tell you about. There's another one that's Irish that I can't super tell but all these things exist, right? And there is this idea in that part of the world, and this is real. This is not a, I ran this on Facebook. They're, they're putting vaccines on the, on the gas pump handles. It's not that, right? Where you go to, if you're associated with these groups, you go to occurrences in the city. You go to the big game. You go to the opening night of a, of a, a movie. You go to a festival. You go to a whatever. And then you, you drop your pen. You drop your pen at these things. This is where I am on Snapchat. This is where I am on Instagram. This is where I am on Facebook. And if you're bad, you come find me. And they do this all the time. And it's not just these things to be, hey, I went to the quick trip. They're not a quick trip. What's up? I went to the all subs in your neighborhood. Yeah. And I dropped a pen. Am I a bad dude or are you, are you a bad dude and going to show up and do something? And it's wild to me that this mentality exists. This is not the Wild West. And this is... This is your experience in St. Louis. Correct. And I don't mind telling you, Fred, this is every American metropolis. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the motivations are. You're using the example of gang violence. I all, when this happens, I obviously think of mental illness. Yeah. When this happens, it could be anything. Could be anything. But there is one common issue with all of these. Is these are all wildly overarmed Americans. This is unique to us. This only happens to us. Yeah. You know where you know where this happens at the rate it does in the United States of America? War-torn countries with coups currently happening. Countries going through civil war. Countries going through uprising. Countries where there are active wars. That is how often mass shootings happen. We have the same rates as countries actively going through coups it is sad are we the greatest country on earth i'm starting to think otherwise wild right nothing has happened nothing to improve this problem has happened and this is going to be a big one this is going to be talked about this is going to be headline news until something more awful more profound happens we're going to be talking about the Kansas City parade shooting until another one that's worse happens. And guess what? The second it happens, if it wasn't in our sports averse, we had a pre-production meeting. First thing out of our mouths is like, we going hard on this? Bleep yeah, we are. You don't think you don't think I'd rather talk about LeBron James <laughs> missing out on being a Golden State Warrior? Yeah. You don't think I'd rather talk about Isaiah Pacheco walking around the parade with an actual goat? Yes. Yes, of course I'd rather have fun and tell jokes. I know that's why you come to this program, friend of the show, but this is bigger than that right now. This is bigger than that today, and this needs to be bigger than that going forward because this is not going to stop. You guys mentioned this earlier, and I just want to bring it up again because I think the biggest problem, too, is when these events happen, we just become more and more divided as a country. And that's the mm-hmm. problem I have a problem with. It's like you're, you have to be all in on one side, you know, like and it's 
we need to start having conversations again and we need to come up with solutions. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, I don't care what you are. People need to come together. And I think that's and I'm just going to keep saying it because you guys said it earlier. That's, I think, the biggest problem because these just keep dividing us more and more. And it's interesting. We're in the world of sports, right? Because everything you're saying is accurate. Yeah. And we're in the world of sports. And now sports gathering, sports spectacle, sports game has become a catalyst for these things to happen. You know, the the primary one was uh, Monroe High School last year, right? Mm-hmm. How many? 25 people? 25 people in a brawl or whatever? And you can, as you trace that stuff back, and you're like, Fred, that's third world country soccer stuff, you idiot. That's where this stuff. No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. Stop. Mm-mm. Stop thinking that. It's not just hooligans for Irish soccer teams fighting each other. Yeah. It, yeah, in, in any kind of violence, not just gun violence, right. violence in yeah. general, because I know the the people that, like I said, we're super divided right now. So, and you know that, and Fred, you said this earlier, people are going to bring up the exact points, okay? Gun control, my Second Amendment rights. They, I don't care if it's a knife, an AR, or whatever, That pe- this needs to stop happening, like in general. What What, do you, what is Fred Slow, super woke Fred Slow, what is he now? <laughs> I don't oh my that. God! Tell me, tell me what you know, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. When, but also have the conversation. People won't have conversations anymore. That's the problem. Well, I mean, this is an issue that we should all come together. Thank you, Amory, and and work on together and solve because there are solutions. There isn't just oh, well. I guess I guess it's just what we do now. Thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Hope it doesn't happen to my boy. No, there are solutions. We need to provide better physical and mental health care in this country. We need to limit access to firearms in this country. I, before you yell at your stereo, before you yell at your smartphone, Van is pro-Second Amendment. American citizen, friend of the show, I want you to have the right to protect your family. I want you to have the right to feed your family. By procuring animal protein for them when you go hunting. You should have that right. Also, we should have the right for our children to be safe in public environments. But Van. When, when's, when's the cutoff? When's the cutoff, Fred? Van, Is how- not Sandy Hook? Was that not enough? Uvalde? Was that not enough? Children being shot at a Super Bowl parade? Was that not enough? When is enough? Van. How can you possibly be pro-Second Amendment, Van? You got the vaccine. Those two things don't go together, Van. How can you possibly be pro-Second Amendment? Because you want a woman to make a decision about her own body? You're a liar. You're lying. Because all of these things have to be the exact thing because I'm a loser zealot that doesn't have my own core system of beliefs or understandings of the world, and I only regurgitate the things I hear from talking heads and idiot programming presented to me in my dummy box that sits in my living room because I don't have any friends and I'm afraid to go out into society because I don't know how to function around people that don't look, act, and behave exactly like me. Knock it off. Yeah. Is it? uh, It's not hypocritical for me to want your neighbor to get gay married no and also hold his aunt's hand while she has a medically necessary procedure and also go to the shooting range 
That is all fine to me. Or the opposite of that, though. Yes, people yes, believe it. it is that's, fine. That's what, that is my whole point, though. I don't think about you during the people day. People shut down because they're like, okay, yeah. uh, Fred and Van on Two Men On are progressive liberals, so I'm not going to listen to them because they don't believe. They're going to automatically assume a stereotype because you have to be one side or the other. That's a problem. You know, Van, if you don't get used to gunshots in your grandstands, then you don't love America and sports. Shut up. Two men on. We're just getting off work. 22 injured, one dead, two suspects in custody. At the rally Super Bowl parade for the Kansas City Chiefs. And we have had now a 90 minute long conversation on mental health. And I guess this thing is involved in too, which is fine. The rundown on this one today, not full. This has now evolved into a conversation about spectator violence at sporting events and just how too commonplace it's become. We need to, and we can do this tomorrow, I guess. And maybe it's Darren White. I don't, I don't know who it will be. We'll reach out to someone and we'll say, hey, as you know law enforcement, as you are familiar with policing, as you know these things, are you super concerned at everything? Does Every gathering of individuals breed violence. Is that is that how this thing works now? Because that sucks. We, we mentioned on the program earlier that, like, is everyone else in this country like me? Every time you're around too many people, do you have the thought? Because it happens to me every time. I know exactly what you're about to say. I was like, this place is ripe. Yep. This place is just perfectly ripe. Mm-hmm. Look around. You start sizing people up mm-hmm. because it's been beaten into our head so bad that every event you go to, there could be a mass shoot. When you go to the mall, when you go to school, when you go to church, when you go to the movie theater, every single event you could possibly think of, concerts, festivals, Friggin' fairs, family fairs, every single event that you can conjure in this country where people congregate has had a mass shooting. Going to church. No one is safe. The safest place you should be, a school, or you mentioned a church, a family barbecue. No one is safe in this country anymore. You can't can't live your life as an air quotes free American uh, when you're always... At the behest of somebody performing some act of gun violence, living in fear of those who surround you. And what is the? And what yeah. is the? Yeah. Hey, was that on air? Hey, Marie. Well, and you know what? I like him a lot too. So you're talking about Darren White. I just mentioned him on air because it just came to mind. We didn't talk about this beforehand. Call Darren. Right. If Darren wants to come on the show, we'll talk to Darren. Look, and the point I was getting at is you have things like our program. Yeah. You have major Escapes. you have major sports, you have music, you have movies, you have television shows to take you away from this awful stuff mm-hmm. happening in this country. 
Today they overlapped. Today is the one where this happened at your favorite thing, yeah. friend of the show. A Super Bowl parade. Should it was sanctimonious up until a few hours ago. Right. Free from ridicule up to a few hours ago. Now it's brought home. Now the thing that you use as escapism to not think about these things happening, it's overlapped into the one that you can't apologize for anymore. These two worlds are united now. This is inescapable. It happened at the thing that we're supposed to we're supposed to use to escape from the thing. Well, and, and while at these things, such excuses are made for reasons why these things happen, right? So you're looking for triggers. You're looking for, I mean, not a gun. I mean, for individuals, right? Sure. So, like, the one you were talking about, hey, I'm in a large group. What could happen here? In my head, I think you're talking about maybe, like, an act of terrorism. I think that's the first thing that comes to my mind when you're talking about that. I actually I do not. Yeah, right. Because that's that's the most rare one, and that's why and that's why I bring it up that way. Because I think there's a certain audience out there that says, "Well, that only happens by guys that uh, uh, aren't the same color as me and from a different country than me." Well, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've been to a million sporting events, and I've been to a lot bigger ones than most individuals listening to the show have ever been to. You know what the number one problem I see? Public intoxication. Hmm? Not even close. Getting drunk in public, doing something dumb, and then not be able to walk your back, yourself back from that. Because there's this weird idea that you're either bad or you're soft. And people, for some reason, are obsessed with this. And I think that might be the predominant trigger, awful usage, right. of those one-on-one situations. But I think these, the mass shootings... It's a much bigger topic. It's a much bigger question with answers while solvable. There's no there's no magic pill for this whole thing. Darren White joining us on the program, friend of the show, friend in real life. Darren, how are you, brother? I'm good, man. What do you know, buddy? I mean, we're reaching out. So everyone knows the history of Darren. Uh, you are you were very recently up to date on everything that happened in Kansas City today. And how long were you in public service? How long How long did you uh, take care of others? So in law enforcement for about 26 years. Okay. And then over... I was, yeah. Yeah. And over the course of that time, uh, you know, going from, from, from entry all the way up to sheriff, right? Doing the whole thing. Over that yeah, course was, of... Yep. Yeah. I was the head of the state police for five years as the secretary of DPS, a sheriff for, for eight years, and then... Head of public safety for the city for two. Over the course of your 26 years, over the course of the time that you were doing it, how did your internal gut, how did your energy change from what it was when you started to what it was when you left it on what could happen in large gathering situations? Did you oh, inherently it, have yeah. a fear of those things? No, not when I started. You know, I, I, I was a Houston cop when I started, so I was in a big city, you know, 4,500 cops. And big events. I attended big events in Houston. Um, and nothing like this. Right. I mean, nothing where, you know, now, um, you, you know, it, it, it was always like it was, it was always the exception of, of you know, like things, that, if anything, would happen. Um, and now it's, it, it's changed to where, you know, you have to be ready for a mask, mask casualty event at any moment and that sucks i mean that really sucks i mean here you go you have the the, you know the 
a, a Super Bowl that broke all records for viewers, right? I mean, it's the one of the most watched events ever in TV history. Um, and there's so much joy. I don't know why, of course, you're 40, I understand. But, right. um, you know, and but for these people to celebrate and to be so excited and to have it ruined again by, by uh, you know, we don't know all the details yet, but, uh, you know, dozens of people hurt. I suspect by the time that it's over that there'll be multiple people that um, have died. And so, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's a different world that we live in. Darren White joining us on the program. Darren, I had a sense of complacency. Mm-hmm. The first second I heard about it, I was just, my first thought was, not again. And then the yeah. sense of anger took over that I've been so accustomed to these mass shootings over the years, I got mad at myself that that was my first thought of just yeah. just complacency. A complete apathy, like, oh, another one. But what really fired me up is when I realized, hey, we're on air in an hour. I can't I can't talk about LeBron James and uh, and Patrick Mahomes today like this is too big. They brought the problems that used to be unique. See, you, you mentioned Houston. Like I grew up in Houston as well. I'm very familiar with the Fifth Ward. But that's not where all the violence happens. It It is, it is churches, uh, malls, movie theaters, concerts, any gathering. This has spread into every aspect of our life. How do we keep that uh, initial feeling that I have of apathy and complacency? How do we turn that into action? Well, I I, you know I I, as somebody that I, I this is what I've done for my whole life. Um. I don't think there is a way to stop it. Um, we just have to be prepared for it and to respond to it and to react to it. And, and you know, as I said, we have, we have mass casualty uh, exercises now. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I don't, you sure as hell don't want to get political, you know, but there's, well, we'll take the gun. There's over 300 million guns in America. We're not going to get rid of the guns. Right. And so we're going to have to understand that this is the norm. As insane as that sounds, we are going to have to understand that is the reality that we live in, that people are going to uh, see these as opportunities, as targets, and they're going to take advantage of it because they have some – yeah. Again, we don't know. We don't know the motive behind this. We'll we'll probably know within a day or two. Um, you know, but for for whatever their grievance was, um, they felt like this is the way. Um, you know that they that they had to react. And so I, I'm sorry to say that we're not going to stop this. We're just going to have to prepare better for it. Well, as you're talking about preparing it, and thank you for your time, brother. I know we just called you. On yeah. The no. The the. How many stadiums are there in the country, Van? I mean, professional? Off the top of my head, 370 professional? And then you're talking high school, you're talking amateur, you're talking all those things like that. Darren, there's no way to create a plan to police this. There's no way to do anything. It's actually the plan is to pick up the pieces. Oh, that's so brutal. I I, I hate to say it that way, and I I don't mean to sound macabre, but yeah, this is... 
That's what I'm saying. We have to do better. Um, you know, we we learned that after Columbine, uh, which is already what, almost 30 years ago, um, that we we have to be better responders. We have to be able to be better equipped. Look, the one thing we do is um, we have some, you know, the medical facilities are doing better at saving lives and um, being better equipped for these types of events. And so we're not going to stop this. This isn't going to stop in my lifetime. And so, um, you know, there's threat assessments. There's things, you know, look, this was – this uh, the, the event itself is um, it, it, because it is so big. Um, it's already flagged, and so there's all types of uh, risk assessments that are done. But it just goes to show you that if you have somebody that is just sick and twisted, and they want to hurt people for whatever uh, reason it is to make a statement, they can do it. That's wild, Darren. What is it about? the American experience, the American ideal that makes this so much more prevalent than any other first world country? And I don't know. I don't. I I really don't. That's a bummer. I I don't know. I, I, you know, um, I don't. Uh, I wish I had that answer um, because then maybe we could stop it uh, or at least reduce it. But I don't know. I just know as a law enforcement officer, as a law enforcement administrator, um, I just have to be I have to ensure that the people that uh, that all of us work together, all the agencies are working together. God forbid, if anything like that happened, that we were prepared to respond to it, not to stop it. I mean, you can say, yeah, um, you know, we know in the shoot the case of the, the shooter. Um, at Joel Olstein's church, um, you know, that that, that that person was stopped. There was somebody with a gun, and right. that person was shot and killed. Um, but that's, you know, as I said, you, 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 there's probably always going to be some harm done before somebody is stopped. And in a case like this, where you have hundreds of thousands of people, um, I can assure you that the chief of police um, – you know, and the folks that are responsible for law enforcement in that community, uh, they've been up for the last three, four days, ever since ever since that touchdown was scored in overtime. That chief of police has done nothing but think about this event and praying to God that oh. they could get through it without a, without a situation, without anything bad. Darren, you're the best, brother. I know you're out of the state. I know you're doing a bunch of stuff. Thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you for just always of being our friend it means a oh lot to absolutely us. guys love you man be safe and uh let's let's really just as i said let's keep our thoughts and prayers with these folks tonight darren white thank you cheers thanks darren whenever we get back let's stretch this into what i think is the next level of conversation which is how not just mass violence but domestic violence also is always on the rise after sporting events and just how difficult this current understanding of the world is. It's two men on. <laughs> Alright, we're back on the show. Thanks for bearing with us through the break. Thank you to Darren White who joined us. That's pretty bleak when someone who's in law enforcement their whole adult lives is saying there's not a lot we can do about it. No, not a lot. It's... uh 
Hard pill to swallow. You While know, I do disagree, there are some things we can do about it. Having better access to physical and mental health care. Stopping the ease of access to the very same weapons that are being used. I think that's a fantastic start. You know, we, I think you're correct. You know, we're, we're talking, obviously, about the mass shooting today in Kansas City. One dead, over 20 injured, shot. I don't just mean, like, turn their ankle, jump on a fence. I mean, shot. You know, and I've been to, and we can kind of let this dissolve into whatever way you guys want. I've been to, in my life, thousands of sporting events. I think that's a fair number. Sure, same. And the biggest ones, World Series, Super Bowls, WrestleManias, the biggest ones, and the smallest ones. 30 people, uh, KC Hall, pro wrestling shows. Mm -hmm. And there's this weird, and I don't know if it's new or if it's always existed, but there's this weird, almost like collection of triggers for people. I think public intoxication is a huge one. I think... I think for some reason, we use the waste management open. I think for some reason, people think there's a pass on maintaining control of their own facilities. Right. I don't mean the place you're at. I mean your own body. There's another interesting level. I'll use like Super Bowl as an example, right? Somebody scalped a, a 49er fan, scalped a ticket to the Super Bowl for more than what they make in a quarter of the year. And then their team lost. And then if a Kansas, we saw it in the airport. Sure. Kansas City guys just bumping into San Francisco guys. We saw it at casinos. San Francisco guys bumping into Kansas City guys. Ticket scalping. Underage drinking is a huge one. Underage drinking is a gigantic. You go to a, oh, it's just kids letting off steam. Boys being boys. The high school football is disgusting for fandom. I don't know how you do crowd control in open fields. You ever see a person van at a big at a big A sporting event? And they get cut in line at a bathroom or a concession or a, a metal detector. And it's, I mean, you think at that moment there's going to be swings. Sure. The guy walking down the hall wearing the opposing jersey chanting, ole, ole. Somebody just swings on him. I don't understand. Student party riots. That, that's the whole thing with the Mike Peake situation. Right. Whole thing. They didn't let me merge getting out of the traffic. There was too much traffic congestion. So I so I got in my car and popped one into them. What? These are real things that happen all the time surrounding sporting events. I didn't like that they were hanging out near my car. You what are you saying? So you fought them? That was your solution? That logical, reasonable layer. That you've had your whole life in, in, bet in between your frontal lobe and your mouth and or fists, alcohol removes that. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. And I know you're segueing into a point here for what happened in Kansas City today. Yeah. Whether it's gang violence or whether it's fans of different teams, whether it's people who hate each other, who just happen to see each other at the thing. Or if it's like a a shooting that they thought of this whole time, whether they have a, a manifesto at their house that they've been thinking of, mm -hmm. it's awful. We're going to find out a lot about this thing because this is going to be number one in the news cycle. Mm -hmm. 
for days, if not weeks, literally until something bigger and crazier happens. This is going to be ahead of the line for news. Sorry, Israel-Palestine. Sorry, Russia-Ukraine. Sorry, Northern Africa. Sorry, all other weird stuff happening in this country right now in between our own citizens. This is going to be number one in a news cycle for a while. Our friend Brianna Wilson, who was at KOB for a long time, she's not there anymore because she was good at her job, and that's the thing KOB doesn't like. Brianna Wilson ran an article last year, two years ago, time flies, on Yaffle coaches fighting each other on the sideline. Do you remember this? Sure. She comes on the show. She talks about it. You know what she gets in her DMs? Death yeah. threats. Mm-hmm. Because my youth football team lost. I had to beat up a parent. Also, because that parent was wearing a different color jersey than me, and they had a bumper sticker for a presidential candidate that I didn't vote for. That was even more the reason. So I'm righteous. I'm in the right. You're a loser. You're a coward. It's just mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to me. And maybe it's also they're looking for any reason in the world. Maybe these people in sports is just the lubricant they use to insert themselves into this weird decision-making. It's it's their segue into the awful behavior that they've always wanted to exhibit. Mm-hmm. I make that joke all the time, right? <sighs> your team loses, so you beat your dog. I make that joke all the time, and it's not a joke. And your team, Van, the Green Bay Packers, Wisconsin's the worst one. The Green Bay Packers lose. Domestic violence. You look at the paper on Sunday morning in Green Bay. Domestic violence, domestic violence, domestic violence, domestic violence. It's not just Green Bay. Don't no. don't just single out the rural Wisconsin. It's a real one. This though. happens everywhere in the country. Yeah. Drunk Super, driving goes up. Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. Number one day for domestic violence in this country. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Anim- you- animal cruelty through the roof as it relates to sporting events. People can't separate it like us. I mean, we're, I'm very fortunate. I think my lucky stars that I get to be a fan of something and be entertained by something and not have it dictate mm-hmm. my baseline happiness. I would like to think I'm the rule, not the exception, but that would be incorrect. Too many people are directly influenced by absolute strangers who care about them less than zero, but you still base your whole baseline happiness on the accomplishments of complete strangers. Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They do not care about you. No. Insert any team, musician, athlete, actor, rapper, whatever. It's the same answer. You can drive to... I'll I'll do it today with today. You can drive from the hood of Kansas City to Union Station in Kansas City. What South is a Blue Valley, whatever it is in Kansas City. You can drive from Blue Hills in Kansas City to Union Station in Kansas City to celebrate Travis Kelsey. He won't see you. He doesn't know you exist. And then after that, he'll go back to a $6 million mansion with Taylor Swift and continue to live his life. Doesn't care about you. Does not. And it's not just one guy. No. It's not just one guy. Mannheim Park is what I was trying to think of. In 2023, there were 637, air quotes, one guys. It's not just one guy. I don't care about his motive. You know, that's what I hit on when we get back. I don't care about your motive. Don't care about your motive at all.
this sports animal. <laughs>